The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching, where we help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me this week is... Hello, I'm Helen. I'm a reception and year one teacher in a very small school um, near Milton Keynes. And hi, I'm Bex. I am a Hughes Age 2 teacher in a two-form entry primary school in Cambridgeshire. And today we are exploring geography learning outcomes with this week's folktale from Ethiopia. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for The Distant Fire. There you can stream a video of me telling the story for your children, and if you sign up as an Epic Educator, you'll also get a copy as an ebook or paperback illustrated by the hugely talented Heather Zeta Rose. Download the full audiobook anytime, and even pick up some tips for telling the story yourself. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Helen Bex, Abel and Hakim here. And Helen, you are usually our geography hero, um, being the, the map lover on the team. So do you want to uh, take us up the mountains with this story? I, I do actually want to take you up the mountains and look at what life would be like in a mountain. You know, it's a terrain that we, we don't have in England really not not really not in the really, way no. that other places do so i thought it'd be really interesting just to explore with the children what what life would be like living in a mountainous region and mm. um, so you could choose to learn about a group of people who live high up they may be the sherpas that live in the himalayas or or any other group of people and obviously you'd have to do this through you know through video clips and youtube and and then you could build that to make it more um more active for younger children you could do some role play around it and you know life of a mountain wrapping themselves up warm and what what i mean day-to-day -day life would be so different to mm. the children's day-to-day -day life just the scenery the houses just existence so utterly different to their own so i thought it'd be really interesting to explore that with them mm -hmm. um and then sort of link to that is to look at um, and this would also be a, a science link look at the and the animals that would live in that particular region and how they'd be adapted to, to living up a their different features, their their fur, the fat they've got, the the small ears that don't get frostbite, all of those, all of those things. Because um, children love, you know, I'm always looking at different animals with my my early years children because animals are fascinating. Mm -hmm. And then something that I've done with key stage one children before is after looking at adaptations of animals in these cold regions, um, I've challenged them to create their own animal that would survive up a mountain using that that knowledge. Oh wow! Um, so if they've learned that they need, I mean, I've I've done it through polar bears before, so a little bit different, but still a cold region. Mm. Um, look at whether they they need you know thick fur, they need small ears, they need probably a small tail, certain feet that don't sink in the snow. So that the children have to create their own their own animal, and they draw it, they design it. You can even get them to make it out of clay. So there's a bit of a geography slash science science link there about about life life up a mountain. Ah, excellent. And kind of just mm. like thinking about the uh, children that are further up the school, so our years three to six and our ages seven to 11, are just thinking about locating all these, all the mountains, oh, because yes. actually one of the key skills is them being able to locate key um, physical features hmm. of uh, different 
continents and different countries. So starting off with obviously the UK and the children in year three should already have learnt about um, key mountains already and be able to place them when they're thinking about year two at, at their year two curriculum. So then building that wider. So I would probably start with thinking about where do my children in my class come from? So like, are there any children that come from yes. a different country that we could study? Obviously looking at Ethiopia, mm. which mountains could they have been on? Because obviously we need it... Um, our characters from the story so Hakeem and Abel because we need two mountains close to each other yeah enough to close enough to see a fire so actually could could they find the mountains just getting that kind of atlas work and purposeful use of um creative of doing some um, map work as well so I was just thinking we could add in our find the the mountain just being able to um identify on on a map for those older older children identifying mountainous region Um, would be really interesting and comparing how many mountainous regions are in different countries compared to to the UK yeah Um, yeah I like I like that thing and then of course we get to use maps which everybody loves (laughs) so everybody's happy and we do love a map and then um my my other geography link is to do with the the coffee beans the coffee the coffee beans um the coffee berries the coffee beans and that idea of linking how how does our country what links do we have with other countries and how how does coffee get from um, able or other other people mm. picking picking it all the way to England on the supermarket shelves um, and something that I've done with I think year two children before is to look at that journey through um, through internet resources through YouTube through using maps world maps you know which way which way will it travel and how it travels mm-hmm. and this is a, this is a nice English link actually I've got them to write the diary in my case, when, when I did it, it was a banana, but this could be a coffee bean, mm-hmm. the diary of a coffee bean. So they get, they are enrolled as that coffee bean. They become a coffee bean <laughs> and they write a diary about their journey. So first of all, I was growing on, you know, they start with where they grew and how they traveled and what it was like to travel. Um, so that the, the children learn that our, our country is, is linked to many other places around the world through yeah. what we eat and what we drink and the, the clothes we wear. Um, yes, that was my other little, and that would be uh, would for for key stage one really um, be a bit of a tricky concept for reception. Hmm. Although I suppose you could um, maybe even as as um, far down as reception look at where other foods come from, perhaps. Oh, definitely, yes. Um, I'm yeah. thinking uh, other beans or, or berry beans, like like chocolate, for example, is a good one. Oh, yeah. um, and I know that these things are, are grown in more places than they originated now, um, but you can um, still focus on that and, you know, where do the bananas come from, uh, walnuts, yes. etc. And I guess for, um, key, for the Key Stage 2 children, you could look at why is it better to grow coffee in other... Uh, the coffee bean in other places mm. why is it more successful so looking at um like the climate of um of ethiopia compared to the climate here why is it better to grow coffee beans in ethiopia than it is here um could you grow coffee beans here what would you need if you were going to grow coffee beans in the you know in the uk we've looked at like um different we look at a pineapple and why can't you grow a pineapple in our mm. village <laughs> so that would just be interesting um linking it into the skills that the children need further up the school because they need to understand the uh, different climate zones and um and like talk about how that would impact what that country can produce so mm. that would link back to the bananas as well and the cocoa beans and why why can't we produce certain foods in different in certain climates and why do they grow yeah. better in different places so that would be a really good link and if all of our coffee grows in countries like Ethiopia why do all of our coffee shops come from Italy <laughs> <laughs> 
That makes no <laughs> sense. No sense. That's sadly all we have time for today, folks. If you try out any of these ideas, or if you'd like us to help you teach a topic you are soon to cover with your young learners, please let us know on social media using at Teach Happily, or else leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can receive learning that is effective, lifelong and enjoyable all at the same time. Tomorrow, Abel and Hakeem will help us teach physical education and religious education. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio and we hope to hear your story soon. So... Cheerio! Cheerio. And And we we hope hope to hear hear your your story story soon. soon!